it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I have said on this program that there is no issue that we are facing right here, right now, that can, we have to process every single issue through the lens of immigration. Now for the, you know, I, I, I go back and forth on this all the time. We're going to talk about the wealth tax as proposed by Elizabeth Warren and Pramila Jayapal. We got to have a wealth tax. We got to have a wealth tax. Even though the people already paid taxes on that wealth, even though it's sitting in banks, even though we could point to a million different really bad things that are going to happen if we do it, they want a wealth tax and they want it now. But isn't it funny? They also want it at the same time. Let's, we have to be mature adults and be blunt. On one side, you have the Congressional Black Caucus, now led by Barack Obama from the outside. They have to overcome this air fingers quote, white resistance, and we have to have reparations now. Well, you think, you think the left-wing Hispanic front groups, like LULAC, and La Raza, you think they're going to let that happen? No, 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 no. They're not going to let that happen. I notice we don't count Asians in our minority discussions. But anyway, they want this massive wealth tax while they also want this open border. As we've pointed out on this program, when you have an oversupply of labor, that means you have downward pressure on wages. There's no ands, ifs, or buts. I don't care where you went to school. That's reality. I mean, honest to God, you could probably learn more about business and economics from watching that one specific scene in the movie Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield when they're building a factory from the ground up. You can learn more about business watching that scene than you will ever listening to Robert Reich or reading Paul Krugman. That's actually a waste of time if you want to know how the real world works. If you have an oversupply of labor, it pushes down on wages. That's reality. That's 100% reality. You can't argue. There's no debate. I'm right. Anyone who disagrees is wrong. The Democrats are obsessing right now over amnesty, raising the cap on refugees, raising the cap on asylum seekers, raising the cap on legal immigrants, more, 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 more from the outside. They have solved none of the problems in the interior, but yet they want to bring in millions of people. Where's the money going to come from to support them? One of my favorite things that we do, and it's, it's a game that's played by the left and the media all the time. They only ever talk about one side of the ledger on these issues. So they'll say, well, you know, Dreamers paid a combined $2 billion in state and local property taxes. Really? But how much was spent on their behalf? How much was spent on their behalf? When they, when they pr- try to portray all immigration as a net gain, well, you know, one of the Google founders was an immigrant. Great. That's one guy. We're watching them already try dirty tricks. They want to exclude family reunification from this next round of amnesty. 
So that means if we give amnesty to one person, when that person brings in their family, we don't count that in the new tally. But where are all these people going to work? Where are they going to live? I've pointed this out time and time again. We have homeless Americans, jobless Americans. We're hearing from our media overlords that one in seven American families are facing food insecurity as a direct result of the pandemic. Well, who in a room full of smarty pants, smarty pants would go, you know what? I got a great idea. We got millions of people who are suffering, so we should bring in millions more. How does that how does that alleviate the suffering? The answer is it doesn't. On any level. On any level. Headline CNBC. Biden's immigration bill faces an uphill battle in Congress, but these parts could find bipartisan support. Yada 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 yada. Lots of yada 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 because of course the Chamber of Commerce likes the idea. Of course, big tech likes the idea. But if you go way down to the bottom of the article, paragraph headline, expand employment-based immigration. The Biden-backed comprehensive immigration bill includes several provisions that would expand legal immigration avenues. Proposed initiatives include raising the cap on employment-based immigrants, not counting spouses and children in employment-based green card limits. Right, so one person comes in, And they could bring in as many other people as they like, and we don't count that. And eliminating from immigration caps graduates from U.S. universities with doctoral degrees in STEM fields. Quote, the improvements in business immigration to me are a no-brainer. It doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on. Almost all these provisions are actually helpful, said immigration lawyer Eleanor Pelton. Immigration advocates pointed to the impact of immigrants on the U.S. economy. The simple fact that hardworking, risk-taking, smart people want to come here is perhaps the United States' greatest global competitive advantage, said Jeremy Robbins, executive director of the New American Economy. So we have Americans, American kids who are graduating from universities, if they even get to graduate because of social distancing. We have American workers who are being put out at all levels, at all levels. We have factories that are idle, whole sectors of the economy that are not functioning right now, like travel and tourism. And the answer here is to look right past the American citizen, right past the American college graduate, right past the needs of the American and say, how do we bring in millions more people? And if they happen to be of, I don't know, a certain demographic, Are they entitled to some sort of quota protection and affirmative action? It's like we're literally forcing American citizens to the back of the line in the United States. This is, in fact, America last. No, when times are good, when times are great, as I've pointed this out, the Trump economy had 7 million more jobs than people to fill them. That doesn't mean you bring in 7 million families because some of those jobs might not last. But certainly that would be the time to talk about expanding legal immigration. As far as illegal immigration, I'm still waiting, still waiting behind this microphone as I have for years for a really smart left-wing Democrat to explain to me 
how we, the American people, must follow every single damned law. But the non-citizen gets a legal carve-out handed to them by government on a silver platter. These Democrats want to infringe on your Second Amendment rights. These Democrats want to infringe on your First Amendment rights. They banned you from church. They banned you from temple. They want to take your guns. And now they want a wealth tax. Meanwhile, the illegal immigrant is free to roam about the country getting free health care and all sorts of other subsidies. Does citizenship matter anymore to the Democrats? No, it doesn't. The concept of citizenship does not matter to them. It is nothing more than a piece of paper, just like a ballot. Whether a ballot's filed on time, makes a deadline, has a signature, who cares? As long as we get the number of ballots we need to win, who cares about the the sanctity of that piece of paper? It means nothing. Now you have... Now you have a new thing, a wealth tax. Now, this is going to go down the same way it always goes down. Well, we're just talking about ultra-millionaires. We're just talking about ultra-millionaires. Well, now, hold on a second. If you've got $50 million in the bank, if that bank is paying you interest, you're paying taxes on it. If that $50 million is invested somewhere and there's a capital gains, you're paying taxes on it. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. See, this is is what, I don't think it'll ever happen. But all the complaints from the left about the, the, the tax code, loopholes, deductions, this, that, would all go away if we had the flat tax or the fair tax. Rich people under the flat tax or the fair tax would always pay more into the system than poor people. A rich person goes out and buys a very expensive car. That rich person is going to pay a much higher tax in raw dollars under the fair tax than a person buying a more moderate vehicle. Under the flat tax, a rich person paying 10% of their income to the federal government is going to pay vastly more in raw dollars than a low-income person. So still the rich will pay more. It just won't be prosecutorial, and it will not be the subject of class warfare, which the Democrats cannot live without. The Democrat Party cannot live and breathe without class warfare and wealth redistribution. The Constitution of the United States does not provide one line of text that assumes or allows wealth redistribution. You show it to me, I'll stop talking about it. Headline CNN. Elizabeth Warren proposes tax, wealth tax on ultra-millionaires. Now that Democrats control the House and Congress, President Joe Biden and other party leaders are pushing to spend big to revive the economy and address income inequality. Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren and Washington Representative Pramila Jayapal and Pennsylvania Representative Brandon Boyle want the ultra-wealthy to pay for it. The three Democrats unveiled the ultra-millionaire tax on Monday. It would levy a 2% annual tax on the net worth of households and trusts between $50 million and $1 billion, as well as 1% annual surtaxes on assets above a million for a 3% tax overhaul on billionaires. Now, of course, if you know 
your Alinsky. If you know how this works, you have to start. You have to start. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, wait. I'm not anywhere. I'm not in any danger of paying this tax and probably not going to be in my lifetime. Not in any danger. Unless the obvious happens. And that is they fail to reap what it is they believe they have planted. See, what they're going to tell you is, well, we need the ultra millionaires. We need them to pay for it. Well, now, again, I have yet to hear without snark, sarcasm, insult, anger. If you're rich, how do you owe something simply because somebody's poor? Like what is, and this is what we've done in the program for years. What is the origin of debt? What does that mean? The origin of debt. The rich have to pay. Well, what have they done? Have they committed any crimes? Are they breaking any laws? What have they done? It's an injustice. What's an injustice? What is an injustice? The origin of debt. Where is it? For example, if if I if I do not abide by traffic law, I run through a red light and I rear-end your car through my insurance company, but even without insurance company, I owe you the repairs on your car, maybe even a new car. The origin of debt is that I ran the red light and I hit you. That's the origin of debt. If I walk into your restaurant, And I sit down and order. Between that order and when the check comes and I pay it, I am in debt to you. The origin of debt is that I went into your restaurant, I ordered off the menu with the assumption I would pay for my meal, and then when the time comes and the waiter or waitress puts the check down, there's my debt that I now must pay. That's the origin of debt. So if somebody has $50 million and somebody has no dollars, What is the origin of debt? Now, bring this to immigration. The Democrats are not saying, let's be communitarians here and solve the problems of the American people. They're saying, let's solve the problems of the whole damn world. I don't care how rich you are. I am no fan of Jeff Bezos. I am no fan of Jeff Bezos. And sometimes when I hear these Democrats talk this way, I just kind of want to step aside and go, eh, you're on your own, buddy. You're on your own, Mark Zuckerberg. And not like Mark Zuckerberg needs the rest of us, you know, mere mortals. I'm pretty sure he's already been uploaded. Like he'll live forever. He's probably already got, you know, a robotic avatar and his brain is going to be uploaded and he'll live forever. But how does the United States government use its exclusive monopoly of force to say to an American citizen, you now owe this non-citizen something because we told them they could cross the border illegally. See, you have to understand something. To the left, justice is not what's in the law. They They divine what justice is. It's something they've divined. So let's listen to Liz Warren 
and Pramila Jayapal. Then I'm going to give you the perfectly executed political analysis of why this is going to fail, and it is going to fail. You know what? Let me take the break. I'll get the audio and a follow-up, then your calls after this. We're right. They're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.